0: Hey, it's Ralph Garman here. If you're not subscribing to my show, The Ralph Report, you're missing out on
1: some great stuff. For example, celebrity interviews, like with my buddy Jimmy Kimmel. There is a joke I like. You should. I, you want me to tell Hell it? yeah, okay. sure. Right. It's a little bit... I'll, I'll go through it quickly, but you probably heard it. It's a classic. All right. A um, couple of guys are out in the middle of the desert. They're... Walking through the desert, doing whatever, and uh, rattlesnake uh, rises up, bites one guy right on the head of his penis, and of course he goes down on his knees. It's like, oh my god, it's just, it's just so painful, and uh, and. He goes, you got to run into town. You got to You gotta get a doctor. You know, uh, you got to get a doctor. So the guy runs five miles into town as fast as he can, gets to the doctor. The doctor's like, I'm in the middle of delivering a baby. I can't go out there. Um, but what you have to do is you have to suck the poison out of the wound. It's, you know, suck the poison out of the wound and um, you know, it should be okay. And then bring him in and then we'll, we'll take a look at him. So he runs back. Five miles through the desert, he's puffing, he's puffing. The guy's still laying there, riding on the ground. He says, what did the doctor say? And his friend says, doctor says you're going to die. <laughs> and the time I got drunk with Modern Family's Eric Stone Street. I mean,
0: I was close friends with Adam West, who played TV's Batman mm-hmm. for many years. <clears throat> Pete Lecoq's son, a dad. What's that? Pete Lecoq was a first baseman for the Kansas City Royals, and Adam West is his dad. No, no, he isn't. Yes, he is. (laughs) No, he isn't. Wait, hold on. I know Adam's family very well. Wait, Pete LeCocq was our first baseman. I know I can't keep saying (laughs) Pete LeCocq enough. You are laughing (laughs) so hard right now. But hold on. We have to Google this. Pete Lacock.
1: Stop saying Pete. <laughs> no, Lecoq, I will not. First of all, I
0: will not. Pete Lacock. I know all of Adam's family very well. I was with them at Adam West Day at his hometown of Walla Walla, Washington. Okay, we, we're we're very we're intimately connected. I, I'm, Adam's family and myself, and none of his sons are named Pete or more importantly, Lacock. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Which translates to. The cock. (laughs) Hold on! Literally, what it translates into. I'm googling this in real time. Please do. Okay. You completely fucking railroad my wife. Peter Marshall. Peter Marshall is not Adam West. Who's Peter Marshall, though? Peter Marshall was the host of a of a of a game show, uh, Hollywood Squares.
1: Okay, I was wrong. (laughs)
0: We investigate human sexuality at Ralph Sex University, like the time we played Ask a Porn Star with Missy Martinez. Missy, thank you so much for spending a part of your day with us today. Really appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much. Anytime I can, uh, you know, spend time with someone not having something in my anus is a good day for me.
0: (laughs) And we get scoops that nobody else gets, like that time the boss confessed to murdering that dude. And there was a, a dumpster there. Dumpster was so full that it was hard to stuff him in, and mm. so luckily I'd brought along a hacksaw. I just took them, just took him apart piece by piece.
3: Uh, yeah.
0: I, I remember the girl; she was kind of shocked as she was watching. And
3: <laughs> I can imagine.
0: Once I got him all into nice, you know, dumpster-sized pieces, and I was able to put him inside,
3: What's dumpster
0: I turned size? around and she had this look on her face. I could tell that our relationship was over and actual audio of Donald and Stormy in their hotel room. So, about Celebrity Apprentice, you said- Yeah, 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 yeah. First things first. Could you autograph this DVD for me? Is that one of my movies? Yes, it's my favorite, Goodwill Humping. Okay. Make it out to Donald, the best lover I ever had. A guy who is like really smart and who is a really stable genius. And despite his smallish-sized hands, has a surprisingly large penis. There's no problem down there, believe me. I've seen a lot of penises, and trust me, his is huge. And he is very, very, very rich. Breast wishes, Stormy Daniels. Okay, here you go. We've even got a foreign correspondent, Steve Ashton, brings us all the news from the UK. in February, a source close to Victoria Beckham, what she really, really wanted, what she really, really wanted us to know was that she'd become chummy with Meghan Markle. Shortly after we learned that the Spice Girls could be performing at the Royal Wedding, we assumed that she would be attending her new BFF ceremony as well. Now, during appearance on The Late Late Show with James Corden... Wow. Do you know what? That's four words that make me excited, Ralph. (laughs) The late James Corden. Oh, come on. And if you like pop culture history, every week I teach you about a one-hit wonder. It's a one-hit wonder. One-hit
1: wonder.
0: One-hit wonders. It's a very common tale. So don't miss out on another episode. Subscribe today. Go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash the Ralph Report. Let
2: me make sure I got this clear for you, all right? I'm going to go... Three, two. I'm not gonna. Say, at on, I'm gonna point yeah, at you, you. Don't say you,
4: one. You just point at me.
2: Yeah, people can't see me pointing. I can see me point, and you can see me and pointing. And I can at, see you, know.
4: you. Yeah, I can see you point.
2: How is it? How? How? Wait. How long have we been? We've been doing videos since like 194. This is 270. Sorry, sorry to kill the lead. This is episode yeah, 271. No, right? Um, yeah. How is it we didn't get to this point now where I? I mean, like you couldn't even have to hear the audio. I could just go like. Like I got point and I, at no, you. No,
4: that's one. That's one. And then on zero I start.
2: No, I'm just so going to. no, no. Now you're, you could do now, like now you're now you're overcomplicating it. No, no when I point no, to you, just go. Don't
4: no, don't it don't. If I point to you, you, say and you two, point at me as one, and then zero is because you know because zero is a number. Right? Okay. Like it, it has value. It does. If I tell you to well, go out in the hallway not. and tell
2: them how many elephants you see in your basement right now.
4: Yeah. Hopefully zero. you
2: come back with the answer of zero.
4: Yeah. Ever since ever since those fucking people that were in there last year moved out. Okay. Let, let's try this then. Because she, she was an elephant.
2: Oh, uh, well, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Big person. Um yeah. Okay. Look. Uh, obviously, we're having a minor communication gap. Three. Here. To so what I'm uh, what I'll point do is one, no, I'm not gonna point. Go. No, I won't point one. Here's what I'll go. It'll be three, two. It won't be pointing at you, but it'll be one, and then Just I'll understood one, and then I'll point at you to go on zero. Yeah. So so one's gonna look like zero. It's gonna look like I'm I'm ready to it's, play rock paper it's, scissors.
4: Yeah, Rochambeau. Yeah. Right.
2: Okay, and then I'll go. So it'll be
4: three, two, two, pencil. You know what? Oh shit! You were you wanted to run on that one? What? No, no, no! I
2: was just saying. No, I was still going with the example. What you were hearing was the exasperation and defeatedness in my voice.
4: Yeah, well, it's also it could be like like what it's like what's the, the sound of one hand clapping? It's I like, just want to start. It's to like how show. good how good is, we, a, is a is a we always is, start is like, a cutting device that's just a a scissor, not I, a pair of scissors because each arm is a scissor, right? Isn't that the technical term like no, for no, Rochambeau for like paper rock rock paper scissors? Now,
2: like now, you're just making me think. Why is it called a pair of pants when there's one of them? I just wanted to start because to show. Pa- I think a pant
4: is just the leg. No pant is what you comes, do when you're hot. That comes when you're hot. it comes from 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 pantaloon, I, I believe. Okay, sure. So uh,
2: as I was saying, I just I, I'm just trying to start the podcast. That's right. App, okay. Yeah,
4: yeah. No, that's cool. Let's do that.
2: I mean, unless you want me to start announcing the show names, but it's no, but, no, no. I like doing it. Like, it's fun. Yeah, because from a technical perspective, it's much easier for me because as long as I'm uh, on the right wait. computer.
4: It would be way easier. All not I do only is you, I but press,
2: for listeners too. Like I can even show people cuz I could go do like I I press number 2 and then it's you. See, just like that. So it's so I could do but that. We're going,
4: but we're going on 1.
2: Oh lord, not 2. We're, all right. So we're going to go now. Are you ready? <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're gonna fly now. I, yeah, I'm feeling it, buddy. I can tell you're. Uh... Ba,
4: ba, 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 All right,
2: ba, 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 you remember though, when the, 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 the begin, beginning, we gotta be quiet. We gotta not make noise, so that way. Okay. Okay. In three, two. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. I fucked it up.
0: About nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. <laughs> when you use a... You got me... <laughs>
2: you got me so worked up, you bastard. No, I want a clean take. I demand a clean take. In high school, my name was Clean Take Johnny, but... Clean Take Johnny, because... Not, not for what you think, he though.
4: Because sh- he wouldn't shower after gym.
2: <laughs> All right. Get it out of your system. <laughs> Are you ready? Can we go All now? Right. Okay. You're going to fly now. Okay. I, do, you, do you like the way I, I have the condescending? Can we go now? As though it wasn't yeah, me but, that just blew the it last tape.
4: just ruined everything.
2: But that's okay. That's I'm the guy on the board, so I get to do that, I guess, right? Let me make sure I'm on the right. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm on the right computer. Got my finger on the right button. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. In three. I. Didn't say two. Didn't say
4: two, but that's fine because I saw the fingers.
2: No, let's do a reset anyway. I don't okay. want there to be any miscommunication here. Okay. And I've sure. got my and, and I'm gonna go ring finger. You'll yeah. say what you're gonna say, and then I'm gonna go middle finger.
4: Oh, yeah, that's fun.
2: Right? Okay, that's here we go. Yeah. All right. You ready?
4: Let's dig right, deep. Yes. Let's take a deep breath. We need a cleansing Roger. breath now, I think. You ready? We should we should be using uh um hmm? technical speak. So yes, Roger. I Co- understand. Copy that. Uh, All right, we are go for launch in three, two. Hit me! Episode 271. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff.
1: You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist.
3: System activate.
4: No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to
2: podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio is boring. Truer statement has never been said so well before. Thank you, Mr. Aziz Ansari. And by the way, Trent, yeah, it means absolutely nothing to you, but I want to send a special happy birthday out to uh, Jeremy Haley, best man at my wedding, and uh, oh. You, I can remember your birthday because it's September 1st. I don't know what the, it's because that's the same month I was married. So that's easy oh, yeah, for me yeah. now. Uh, and it's easy, and yours is easy for me because it's my dad's birthday. You know, and that's weird because I know somebody else, it's their mom's birthday. But also Jeremy's, oh. I can remember because he's just the next month and a day because I'm the 20th, he's 21st. So yeah, very long way of saying why I'm able to remember it. But you should remember the guy who was the best man at your wedding. You should remember his birthday, shouldn't you?
4: I mean, you know, I uh, never my my uh, engagement never got far enough to even pick a a, uh, a best man. Okay, didn't think I was so. rubbing salt in the wound with a question. No, Sorry no, about I that. Just, I was just I was just relating it in in to like my own and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I, don't, I never had I never picked one." No, never never. I'm sure if I if I was able to,
2: I would have. I would know. Or the correct yeah, answer I was, is, no, I it's no allowed. worry. I wasn't allowed. What you should have said is, yeah, don't worry about it, Will. I know your birthday. But that's a joke because you also have <laughs> these things called brothers. So I get it. Yeah. Oh, also, I'm just the weird guy on the internet.
4: Yeah. yeah I love explaining things to my parents, too, about you. <laughs> no. Wait, Jesus? now, who's... Now, now that's the guy in in San Francisco, right? Yes,
2: your uh-huh. friend and, on the and, internet from San Francisco, and,
4: and 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 Kevin Smith. Who's he again? <laughs> so many times I've tried to explain my, like what I it's yeah. And and when was the last time you brought a woman home? Yeah, and <laughs> like we, we you know we 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 saw you for two hours on Easter. Do you uh, want to stick around a little longer? Maybe next time.
2: <laughs> oh wow, boy, this is. This, I don't really know, what fuck no. We are, we are. Oh, ah, boy, we are just taking turns. I wasn't expecting left and right here today.
3: Thank so, you for uh, happy sharing. Birthday.
2: Yeah, happy birthday, Jeremy. J e r e m e. By the way, um, and again, oh really? Yeah, it, it throws me Jeremy. for a loop.
4: Well, it's that's that's a very that's a very Utah esque spelling.
2: Oh, I wasn't even aware of that
4: yeah uh, there's there's a big trend of, of you know in, in Utah culture is to name your kids a, a, a normal name that just spelled differently.
2: Oh we get that a lot around here too so, really yeah well, it's California yeah. so ooh, California. It's California by the way I just gotta tell you um I really got a kick out of the news coverage yesterday in California because although medicinal marijuana has been in the state for like sure. a, a decade, yeah, yeah. This is the first year where the weed was uh, anybody could buy weed and uh, and smoke the weed and do the weed. You can you can. There's recreational marijuana in California. Oh, now, I, I didn't saying. know that. Yeah, yeah. You you don't have to have. Uh, you could still have a, a medicinal purpose, sure. and sure. and you still get a recommendation from a doctor. But then I think you submit to a state board or something. Anyway, my my, my whole point is like it. Look, it's been in the state for nearly a decade. Uh, to where it's been tolerated in some form. But the way they were covering it, you would think it was the first Christmas ever to hit the state. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the other thing, too, is, by the way, under the new law, it, you can't smoke it in public, but they were, it was news coverage in this gigantic <laughs> park, and this guy was smoking what was clearly a... Uh, something engineered because it was it was it was beyond the comical size joint you would you would see or use yeah where
4: where it's where it's like where it's like dude either you're freaking rich or full of shit because no one is gonna like <laughs> you cannot ingest l- l- like that it's just gonna burn while you're recovering yeah exactly
2: you're just <laughs> you're just you're just throwing another key on the fire at that point sir just wasting it <laughs> away i wouldn't know but from but from what i hear anyway yeah no, i, I, I yeah, you know. I got a kick yeah. out of that because it, it, it's not even like utah was trying to pass something oh, but they were going for gosh. like edibles only or cbd
4: only or i don't know yeah, what it was dude well no uh, they they utah was just trying to pass um uh medicinal usage like like for 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 um terminal right patients
2: yeah like those that, that truly it, nobody's nobody's faking this to get a to get a weed license, if you will. Yeah,
4: yeah. This isn't this isn't for anxiety, right? For yeah. for 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 your um for your uh men uh excuse me your uh, emotional support animal, right? <laughs> I, I'll I'll never I'll never
2: quote T J Miller again, probably, but but my favorite quote of his is yes I have a I have a license or I have a prescription for medical marijuana to treat uh anxiety. Over the thought of getting arrested for having marijuana.
4: yeah no it it was it was nothing along those lines this is for like terminally ill uh patients who who you know maybe would like to you know just not feel pain and and eat something before they die and boy that there shit hit the storm so much so that the uh the the uh, the mormon church uh released a, a statement as to how against it they were oh wow
2: well you know it's it's it now that i have a a deeper
4: understanding
2: of the of the things that may separate us if you will uh between church and and state and all that jazz okay yeah you know what i can i can understand and i I can kind of see it all right i'm with you now and yeah 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 and i've just learned i guess we got to be more tolerable of other things and things you know And, and
4: that's just the way it is yeah you know we uh everyone wants uh less government in their life unless it's something that 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 they're passionate about then they want all the government in their life.
2: <laughs> oh, well, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> by the way, once again, don't know what it was, none of the streaming video is working. But the cool thing is, I at least remember to record it this time. So, yeah. so we're golden. We're Jake, my friend. We can post up the videos later. It'll be fine. Yeah. And we're yeah. just and we're old school audio again. God, can yes. Look, can I just tell yes. you by the way uh, as of late, uh, I've been doing a lot more driving than I have because, you know, I've been this this creepy, pasty skin shut in that works from home now. And, yeah, um, and the
4: and the rickets have really just affected your
1: posture,
2: man. It's uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, it just, uh, it, it's just it, it's funny, though, uh, because I have learned now that there is one certain discipline that helps when you work from home uh in any time, like before it's like, well, you've been casually working home for a while, will, but now it's like my full-time job is also is based out of home yeah <clears throat> but one thing that I have learned, especially with a toddler in the house, is the major difference in the division of your attention and your ability to multitask when you're in a dedicated space for work versus sitting on like your laptop in the family room. Yeah, it, it can literally take I think a task three times as long if I'm not in the office, if
4: you will. Oh, I, yes, I, I wholly agree, dude. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, the, the, the holy writ that is Stephen King's on writing. That's what he talks about a lot is like, you've, you've got to have a dedicated place that you can, um, just focus to whatever task it is you're doing. Otherwise those distractions will pull away from it. And you're right. it, It takes that much longer. I can't even imagine what it would be like with having a human being that, you know, kind of relies on you for, everything
2: yeah, well well not to mention that but also uh you know it's just uh, somebody not only relying on you for everything but also just starving for your attention if you will says the guy sitting in a room podcast um yeah.
4: <laughs> notice me senpai yeah, notice, notice me,
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's been been an interesting. Uh, it's been an interesting thing to take note of, but 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 not where I wanted to go. But then again, if you think about it, it makes sense because also if you have an area you're dedicating mentally to, well, not just physically, but mentally to being your work area, then you're also setting yourself up for those familiar patterns. Like it's this is where I work. This is where I am creative. So in a way, you're creating a subconscious uh, release or agreement with yourself that, yeah, I do get to just be creative in here. It's okay to relax. I don't need to worry about writer's block or what have you, because this is where I'm working. Right. Yeah. It helps that I'm able to also isolate. So that's great. (laughs) But you know, and, and of course I always still Trent, uh, you're a homeowner, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to transition away from the topics at hand in and, and kind of sure. go in a different direction because I'm just curious because uh, as sure. a homeowner, I always have what I like to think of as uh, as unrealistic dreams.
4: Uh, oh, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. One,
2: one of them has been having a home theater, uh, which sure. like I mean, like full blown space with. Yep. And that's just that's impractical. Where are you going to put that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And for some reason, the other thing that I keep obsessing over that I'm sure once I did it, I would be completely miserable about is the idea of putting some type of, of studio building in the backyard and moving my work out there. So that yeah. way, then I'm a, just one step further separated from from the house. But then again, if, if you think about it, when I'm podcasting, too, that would mean I've now got to walk out of the house. And what if I'm podcasting while they're in the pool? Neither here nor there. It's you never leave the got- door open. Okay, very good. Um Or so, you or you put a camera on it on the pool. Oh no, I don't mean about watching the kids. Somebody oh, okay. if I'm if I'm podcasting, <laughs> the implication is somebody else is effectively yeah. monitoring the situation. Sure. Don't get me sure. wrong. Okay. I'm not like okay. I'm not like, Well, I'm the only one here and the kids want to go swimming, but god damn it, Daddy's got a podcast. Yeah. No, it's not like that, yeah. you know. It's not like I got to get my my podcast on now, or, or Daddy's uh, going to get the yeah. the
4: shakes. See, that's that we. I think we just showed the difference of of what it takes, uh, or at least the mindset of being a parent and someone who legally probably could never have a child in their home.
2: Well, no, I it, <laughs> I don't know. I kind because I'm just like, yeah, you just open the door, they'll be fine. <laughs> well, no, no. In that case, they are still being monitored, right? I mean, that would be yeah, it. Sure. It's just like. Although I think a podcast that is typically two uh, guys usually talking to themselves and now you're just hearing the sounds of girls uh, swimming and playing in the background. (laughs) You know, I think that might be construed as a little odd and audibly disturbing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But I do. So anyway, so the backyard uh, studio is that's my unreasonable dream. Right. And I keep finding alternatives and low cost solutions. uh, But, you know, I think it's been going on like, five years now. It's like, for some reason I'm obsessing about getting an office that's in the backyard. Uh, so I'm just wondering, like, is there anything, do you have like for your home? Is there any like unreasonable dream that you have? Cause that's what I call this. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just a ridiculous thing to do.
4: Yeah, no, no, I, I totally know what you're talking about. Yes. Uh, I have this dream. Oh my God. I want it so bad. So the very back uh, property line of mine is a, a fence that, uh, sits up against a parking lot for a, uh, low income, uh, apartment complex. Aha. And, and the, the parking lot, when they built it, they, they, they brought in a lot of, uh, road base and then put the parking, the, the tarmac on top of it. So it actually sits up. Oh, i don't know like maybe three feet from where the bottom of my fence is so it, it creates this problem of like trash and shit getting built up there even worse though is uh it snows so much here and that's where they push up the snow My my fence gets keep on going further and further back against itself um my goal is and i've i've looked up online on how to do it and there's there's enough um uh farmers here in 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 cash valley utah uh so when you whenever you plow up a field you've got to pick out uh, all the big rocks so that they so that you don't break the teeth on your swather when you go through and and uh and uh cultivate and cut down all the stuff so there's these giant piles of rocks around everywhere i want to build an old old timey style english uh rock wall that that goes up along my fence so I don't have to look at my fence anymore and it's and it would be strong enough to hold the hold the snow back and everything.
2: Oh, so you mean one of the you mean one of those old English rustic yes. style? Now those yes. are those are an interesting engineering feat if, as I understand I it, because you you essentially build everything so that way the pressure starts going inward. Yes. And and then also there is a required knowledge of a certain amount of Larger stones that have to be at certain levels of the rock to essentially yes. create Every three a new levels. Yeah, to create what a new dis- distribution.
4: Yep, uh, support a, system. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, that all.
2: makes sense. It's it's like creating an if you've ever had to uh, or looked into uh, putting up a retaining wall, one of the things yes. they one of the ways they recommended is to to put in what they call an anchor, and that's actually something that. Uh, If you you just think of the concrete retaining wall as as the top part of an L, then you would have another part that kind of slips under a little bit. So that way, the very weight sort of leads to the retention.
4: Exactly. And and and, and so that's
2: what those levels must do as well.
4: And I've there's there there are uh, in England there are societies uh, built around like the the continued um, development of this technology and and how strong these are and how long they last they're still standing you know hundreds of years later that's that's my unrealistic goal <laughs> is well, to build one of
2: those now yeah you, know, you see the thing is that I can that's one of those mindful purpose things you keep bringing up too because. Well, first you do have to have them, then you have to have the time, but it was kind yeah. of where I was starting to go with as well, how much I, I realize I have missed being able to just listen to podcasts because I spent a lot of the time in the car doing it. And then same thing, I've got work to do in the backyard and I I, I, I have missed that element of just being able to put on headphones, yeah, doing something and listening to podcasts. So you're, you're really. allowing your bodied to do the manual while your mind can do other things totally, so, yeah. so i could definitely see that as you know i don't see that as a as a as a not so uh out of uh scope idea it, the only th- shortcoming i think that it has other than getting all the rocks yeah uh, yeah
4: and and that would it will it would take so many rocks to do it. Yeah,
2: that's the other thing too. Because it's,
4: one one layer is going to be a, you know, 700 rocks maybe. Well, that's why
2: <laughs> that's why I think what it really is is that's just one of those things where it sort of becomes I don't want to say a lifetime project. <laughs> okay? I don't want to imply it would take that long. But, you know, I'm just saying that it's just one of those things where it's like, well, you keep adding to your rock pile and every once in a while you're going out and you're slowly yeah. I mean, it's like that the the these guys that you hear where they just they slowly collect things and eventually they've got enough recycled yeah. glass to build a house or some nonsense.
4: Yeah. It's it's it, it, it then turns into the sad story of, you know, our, our crazy uh, great uncle whose whose lifetime project and he's only got like one row left but he's he's on his deathbed so we've got to finish it for him so that he can pass away knowing that it's been completed
2: they're knocking down that wall bro I'm just letting you know that now
4: <laughs> yeah. then, like, as soon as I, then as soon as I'm gone they're just fucking selling it off and yeah. raising it into a parking
2: lot forget it it's well yeah because that's what's going to happen now it's just like <laughs> well if we can get the zone and we just push back and we can do more apartments that way yeah <laughs> Oh, man, you know, hey, look, I feel if it look, if it makes you feel any better, Okay, if you do really because you're also hitting the other wall that I think people like us hit, you know, you're in your your mid 30s. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, Yeah. And, you know, I'm in my mid 40s. So, for example, if I had to move today. I'd have to expense movers because there's no way I'm going to find anybody who's willing to come over for beer and pizza because, you know, they're looking out for their cholesterol. They got joint pains, gluten issues. Nobody's doing that now. Right. And so, like, even if you were able to get just like like an entire yard full of rocks to build your fence, like, you know. Actually, I, I shouldn't say this. I think you probably in your community could probably at least get four or five people to come over one day to maybe work on your rock wall with you. And that would probably be their tolerance level. But, you know, well, you, you could probably get them to
4: come I out. I could. Yeah, but 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 a, a number one rule growing up as a child was uh, don't put people out. Yeah, there you go. If you can't, you know do, what I mean? Like, can't do like, it yourself. Like, don't do it. Exactly. Like, like. Y- only at a very last resort would you ever ask for help on on a project like like you you never do it like that's that's oh, that's oh, you, you don't impose on someone else. What are you, are you kidding me?
2: Yeah, well, now I'm finally um, slipping into that area where I have to accept the fact that. Regardless of my best of intentions for putting in sweat equity, um, I've got to realize <laughs> the fact that the the project manager and the labor for my sweat equity force sucks. So, yeah, because and by the way, in case I'm unclear at all, I'm referring to myself. Um, so it it for me, it's a matter of realizing it's just a matter of finding the right professionals to do the job and having to yeah. know that you've just got to prepare or save up more yep. in order to do it but now i am petrified because i have a i have a real deadline trent Uh-oh. i well you know I, I i picked up a new liner for the uh, the redneck pool right yeah and uh so now i've <laughs> got to find somebody <laughs> <I> like
4: that we <laughs> You're just, you're calling it a redneck
2: pool. Now. I mean, well, it's, it. look, it is an above ground pool that has been sunk into the ground two feet and it has a small deep end put into it. I can't think, I mean, the only other way I, I guess it would qualify better is actually if we had just, actually, I shouldn't call it a redneck pool because realistically speaking, even I, I think like what you might want to qualify as a high class redneck pool would just be uh, bringing in a tractor, digging a big hole. Let's get some of that thick black tarp to line it with, and then just turn a hose on it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So so we should give and, it a. And I've a,
4: seen and I've seen people do it in the back of their trucks even.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Let's let's. It's a mo- then it's a mobile hot tub. It's all yeah, good it's
4: because yes, because then you take a, a hose from your exhaust and put it into the water, so you got bubbles
2: oh that that doesn't sound toxic or dangerous at all that's, that's
4: how we tailgate around here man what well i know
2: doing? but if you're if you're filtering that through the water then that's becoming part of the water so eventually yes, you're yes just it is like hey we're are aren't we in carbon monoxide soup right now i <laughs> sorry sorry to detract from from your from from the californian version of a redneck fool <laughs> yeah fair enough anyway um I've been kind of put on notice because, you know, uh, things are different from when you and I were children. And now when, yes. when kids graduate out of middle school, they call it a promotion and then it becomes an event oh, really? almost uh, akin, not quite as expensive, but almost akin to graduating in high school. So, yeah, the kids are looking for special events. Well, we've gotten the ground cleared away and, you know, things are aligning possibly to be just right to where the backyard could be presentable. Yeah, And so my daughter has requested for her uh, celebratory things. She wants to have a sleepover and she wants the backyard to be ready. So I have a deadline. I now basically have a month and a half to get presentable and and ready. Sure. So I have to find a company now to. Thankfully, I did. Uh, I just have to call them. But a company to first order of business is drain the pool. Second is get all the shitty work done around the yard and hope Mm -hmm. nothing collapses and, yeah, yeah. and then get the liner replaced and refill the pool make that last so we don't have to worry yep, about so dirt worry about, or yep. anything else yep but of course you know nothing can go smooth i uh instead of cuz naturally uh, why should i actually learn my lesson about sweat equity um <laughs> i have i have the old 1 horsepower pump here yep And so I decided I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna rent a sump pump. What what kind of chump is gonna do that? I got a hundred horsepower pump right here. I can drain this pool (laughs) myself. I'll just just drop a hose in. The only problem is it's green as shit. So (laughs) it just so happens I still have the old sand filter. So I'm just gonna run everything through that to lessen the mess a bit. Uh, I just feel bad though because if I use that one horsepower pump. I may actually see what I can do about throwing a limiter on the line because that is just going to pump stuff out. That that's a lot of, yeah. Let's put it this way: that pump alone could turn over the pool, I think, in eight hours. So that yeah. means that's a lot of water to. I'm, I'm, I'm To
4: I, dissipate, yeah.
2: Well, they do the the sit the state. Uh, pardon me, the city did say you know you just run it into your yard drain so it'll go into the sewer. Um, oh, so it, it is okay then to do that. It is. It is okay to do that here, but I. Yet the. But at that quantity that I'm potentially able to push out. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I. I think I might want to try running it into a side yard with the drain and. Let...
4: Yeah, I was gonna say, could you? Could you? I mean, could you run it just into the 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 street drain? Oh, going straight from one point. I don't have that
2: much hose, man. What do you think this is?
4: <laughs> I don't know how far away it is. You know. I mean, you it's... Get... A couple Come of hoses,
2: garden hoses, put together, and well, and but then you get, then you got to worry about liability because everybody wants to sue everybody out here.
4: Come on, now, I know. oh, dude, I know, I, I honestly can't even imagine, you know, the, 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 dude. <laughs> the unknown the unknown regulations. <laughs> my toddler,
2: <laughs> my toddler is in this thing called bitty uh, soccer, right? So it's just, okay. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, little kids, yeah, and it's, but it's a genius concept. So it's just like don't get them hung up on proper technique or just get them out there, kicking the ball around, having
4: fun. They do it
2: as a team and they're always aiming for one goal. And then the kids, there's a portion where they do where they have quote unquote games. Nobody's keeping score. And the kids are still all supposed to be aiming for the same goal. It's just, you know, they just move to other sides of the field, all the same direction. My whole point in bringing this up though, is I have, we had to sign two releases of liability and there are strict instructions for like the coach. They can't uh, they can't even touch the kids to help them up. up they, really? Uh, yeah, I can't even I think the only touch that is, quote, unquote, permitted is a high five. <laughs> I mean, come on. But that's where oh, we're at now. Man. That's yeah, where no, we're it's, at I mean, now. It's,
4: yeah, it's I mean, b- b- and, you know, probably a good thing because something has gone wrong in the past. Yeah, I
2: agree. I agree. And I'm not I'm not saying we got to not, you know, pay attention to these things. I'm just saying it's it seems a bit extreme. But anyway, so everybody's incredibly litigious. So that's why here's what I've decided that I'm going to do for the pool draining. Uh, I'm just going to I'm going to set the pump up because it'll already be primed. And I'm just going to set it on a timer to go from from uh, 11 p.m. to about maybe four or five a.m. each night about three nights I'll get the or two nights I'll have the pool drained and it'll just be these mysterious wet spots in the middle of the night which people are more than used to right <laughs> right not usually on the street but hey could have been a wild night is all I'm saying
4: yeah yeah I know yeah I mean sure sometimes it's in the bed you know from across the room that you get a wet spot but yeah, whatever 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 it is
2: um so the, so that's the plan so I'm on notice so now I've got to come up and, and here's the the reason why I brought up the stupid shed. Whatever goes in, it means that it either has to be something that I can afford to get damaged later, or I would have to somehow, like, overcome hell and high water, maybe rob a bank to put that in before the rest of the yard work is done because why put, you know, you know what I'm saying? It would be like getting the yard fully landscaped and then deciding to put in a pool. You don't do that because then you're just destroying all your old landscaping. Yeah. Totally. So So anyway, that's, that's kind of like why it's the bonus and the bummer at the same time. I really want that. I don't know why I want it though. It's an, un. I mean, look, your, your thing about a wall that makes sense. You're, you're building something (laughs) of permanence. It it would look nice. It would be unique and you know realistically all you're putting in is labor because you you make it sound like these uh, farmers just want to get rid of these damn rocks you know oh yeah
4: no like that's that's not a problem <laughs> it's the the in all honesty as far as getting the rocks goes the the biggest problem is um and, and i i know this having picked many a rock it's i mean that's 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 a thing you do uh growing up in 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 rural wyoming you pick rock um they it just it, a few rocks ends up weighing a ton of weight and the 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 small uh wire like you know uh uh single axle trailer i have i could maybe maybe put at most 100 rocks it i, I doubt that even you know uh to transport it so that's that's going to gobble up the most of the time without you know readying a dump truck gotcha. and then where and then where would i put the rocks you know once they were dumped like it's yeah it's you know, we'll, we'll see. It's, it's a pipe dream of mine. There you go. Well, that's what I, and, and I
2: shouldn't call them unrealistic dreams. I'm sorry. Yeah, It's pretty matter. unrealistic. I understand completely. <laughs> just like me having a studio in the damn backyard. But, it, but to me, it, 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 in some ways though, it would make sense because it would actually give me a little bit more space than I have in here. Uh, right. it would force me to pare some things down that I need to. And unfortunately I need those external aggregators in order to get things done sometimes. Right. Um, uh, so it would it would be good for that, and it would give me the opportunity to essentially treat and seal all the surfaces. So I'd have to do all the wiring first, right? but yep. then I could plant in rigid foam and an extra layer of plywood, maybe another layer of sound barrier, and then drywall. It would reduce a little bit the square footage on the inside, but it would be incredibly isolated and very well isolated from the outdoor sound as well. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, it's not completely unrealistic to do. And I actually it seems like every year I find another something that's a cool offer and it would be perfect for it because it's not too expensive like this one. I found it's uh, it's ridiculous, though. It's like forty five hundred dollars, but that's installed as well. And it's primed and ready to paint. It's got a very long, durable roof, but I mean, but it's not—it's not like I'm going to come up with forty-five hundred dollars before tomorrow when the offer ends, right? Is. So,
4: exactly, yeah.
2: You know, it's oh well, there goes the shed again. Like I ever had a—I <laughs> love that logic though, because it implies like I ever had a freaking chance. And by the way, I'm sorry if this talk aggravates anybody, because that's one of the things that I, I realized too recently. Trent is just that, in some ways, uh, sometimes during our conversations, I actually. Um, I don't want to say censor myself, but there are certain <laughs> things I just don't want to talk about because I realize that our audience is is made up of a of, of very, uh, we've got a full economic spectrum, I guess is sure. the best way to put it, right? A- absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't want to come over pretentious and talk about things because I'm not trying to laud it over everybody. And, and it, you know, there, I understand there are people that have Different problems than I do. Uh, some of them have similar ones. The, the, it, you know, like only one thing I could say is no matter what I'm telling you now, if if wherever you're at and you're having problems, uh, and I don't want to say making ends meet, but if you're like the majority of American living paycheck to paycheck, I'll tell yeah. you right now, even as the salary expectations grow, that doesn't change very much. If it's already your basic problem here, it, it you somehow, without proper discipline which I'll, I'll yeah. make that as a caveat. It just translates up. So it's all relative. Yeah, I'm able to accumulate more crap, but, you know, it's still the same type of problems. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, but and, you know, and, and nothing would justify getting the shed anyway, because I've already got a garage I can't take care of. This office is a fucking mess. <laughs> you know, why should I reward myself with more space so I could further fill up other space? No, that's right. Bad. Right, but that's those. You know, we always have these objectives, and it's springtime. And ah, uh, but I, I just, I just want to get the pool functional again. That's my first part because that totally. Least, when you're doing yard work, it's great when because you can just wear like dry weave, whatever, and and I've got like everything waterproof now, so you can just fall in, get yeah. some work, get out, and do something else. Neither here nor there. Trent, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up something that I think will be a very interest, uh, of a big interest to you. Not very much. Okay. Um, to probably anybody else, but I'm bringing All it right. to you. I'm kidding. Yeah, it wasn't, you know what, for you know, yeah,
4: we, we can do things for us once in a while.
2: This is, well, this is a little something that's unusual, Trent. Um, I'm going to say some words to you. Apparently, um, Ralph Garman got into a bit of a Twitter beef with the rock
4: Dwayne, the wait, rock Johnson. Wait a second. <laughs> Dwayne. The, I'm not kidding. I'm like, not... that's, that's like, that's like bringing a water pistol to a Bukkake fight. Okay that's right and like I I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that Ralph, disgusting. Ralph Ralph can't you know he can't uh uh he he can't bring anything to the fight I'm just saying that like this is Dwayne the Rock Johnson you know what I mean it doesn't matter what you think I'm up at the morning 4 a.m. clanging and banging getting ripped bringing out the pythons for you Jabronis. You know what I mean? This is the rock, man. This guy this guy is is uh the 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 most sought after actor in Hollywood right now. I believe the highest paid. Uh he's going to have 3 movies out at the same time uh this summer. This is Dwayne, I would vote for uh, president, uh, regardless of of, of any uh, weird ideas he might have, because his charisma level is untouchable, he could he could roll a critical failure, and his points are so high he still wins every time.
2: The whole point though is he hasn't yet really delivered a failure per se. Right, right. I don't know how he's pulled that off, but because like literally, there there was a skit when he was when Dwayne the Rock Johnson was hosting Saturday Night Live. And it was in part of the opening monologue. He, they made a song about it, how he's a uh, franchise Viagra, because you bring <laughs> him in, and and he will just post stuff up. And, and it's like, yeah. and then you look at it, because I got to tell you, man, we bought Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, and I never huh? would have thought when I saw the ads I would ever be interested. I got to say, I like that movie
4: better than I like the original Jumanji. Dude, I'm telling you, like, like, uh there's there's a i i hate at, uh, mostly on principle uh these these uh games turned into to movies ideas not unlike jumanji um especially when they when they're like have nothing to it's a game that like has no real application in a movie you know uh, battleship um and then rampage comes out and i'm like oh i'm definitely going to go see this <laughs>
2: Well, and, and I got to say, too, when I heard about the original concept of, and, and this has nothing to do with The Rock, uh, but when I heard about the original concept of the reboot, I didn't, I mean, not reboot, of a Rampage movie. Because, mind you, it's, a, ladies and gentlemen, Rampage, the thing that the, the movie was based on. Oh, that it, game, man. It's an arcade game. It's an arcade game where yeah. you're playing monsters. You get to play the big gorilla, yep. you get to play the wolf with wings, yeah. and, and whatever. George? ralph and lizzie yeah exactly or the big lizard and and so you you and and you get your whole point in the game is to stay healthy because you're constantly getting attacked by little tanks you're smashing buildings trying to do enough destruction and you're reaching i kid you not one of the things you get to do to boost your energy is you can reach in grab a person and you eat them eat them sometimes occasionally they might get lucky and you have to spit them out sometimes yeah
0: very rarely yeah
2: but this was the video game and i gotta say though
4: i I love this arcade game so much
2: i did too i really did it was a great arcade game but i have to say for when i finally heard about the concept for what they came up with it which wasn't until like the big press push with the rock going on like ellen then then when i heard what the idea was i was actually more invested in it because it wasn't just monsters destroying buildings it's like but but one of them's a sympathetic monster, Trent.
4: Yeah, this is this is George, who who Dwayne the Rock Johnson, a a, a former soldier turned um uh a primate uh specialist,
2: because that happens.
4: Specialist, because you know uh, animals are just better than humans, and and he ra- he found him as a baby and raised him, and all of a sudden he's growing at this this rate that's uncontrollable, and then people steal George, and he tells him this is gonna be a bad idea because the Rock said so oh
2: i don't think i heard that last part but i do i I, I I will i
4: I may i may have just made it up because it's a rock but you know
2: i understand but but i will say though like they already pull at the heartstrings and start giving you some of that rock smolder when he's like look just tell me what's happening to my friend to my friend and you're like and everybody's like i want to be the rocks friend and even it's a big gorilla getting bigger I, (laughs) i don't care so here's what happened. Okay, let me get back to this uh, Ralph Garman thing. Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. And the whole re- look, I'm look, and I'll, I'll too t- cocky as we just get done. <laughs> and I'll tell you right now, all over the rock. Okay, stop, stop, just, just, just stop, my friend. Um, look, I'll, I'll freely admit that that part of this is just leading up to a big plug. Uh, because I've been enjoying content lately, and and I had a different concept. Uh, Of what Patreon is. And if I talked about this last week, sorry, because I have a lot of the same ideas over and over now. It's coming with age. So, But let's let's get back to The Rock. So what happened was Dwayne Johnson tweeted, gut check, always be the hardest worker in the room, a philosophy I still embrace and one shared by the athletes in my new Under Armour campaign. Okay. So plug
4: ad. Right, yeah, obviously, yeah. This we're all make, from different. Some sponsored content
2: here. We're all from different backgrounds and struggles. It's either the excuse or the reason. So, how are you going to get here? Hashtag Will finds a way, which I'm all for. The hashtag Will does yeah, find yeah, a way. Yeah. So Ralph responded because, and he's up early, just like getting ready with the Ralph report, sure. or or it was the night before and he was prepping stuff in advance, and it just he's multitasking and he just sees this and yeah. he's just like. Well wait a minute, I got a different take here. Because you know, one thing is be the hardest worker in the room, but he Ralph's take is that, you know, it's it's not about me, it's about we in success a lot too. Ah, okay. You know, just meaning like sure. like like saying you know, and then he got his lucky break, but he wouldn't have got his lucky break if it hadn't have been for this specific talent manager really liking him and recommending him to this guy and everything. You see what I'm this
4: saying? Is, this, this is Ralph, right? Yeah, Ralph. Yeah, yeah, because, and I, and because I, and by the way, I'm, I'm, because the, the rock, the rock, you know, com- coming from a dynasty of professional wrestlers uh, on both sides of his family m- may have not got those the, that initial chance even being the hardest worker in the room. You know what I mean? Fair enough, uh, but had he it, not had, you know, the, the the weep side of it?
2: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so what, Ralph? Now, I fast-forwarded ahead. I kind of gave you the the basic gist of what he was getting at, but sure, it may sure, not sure. be the way you took it. Ralph said, what if, what if there are a hundred people in the room and you're the second, by the way, uh, you know, mind you, I, I'm, I'm not making a comment on Ralph or the rock here. No, no, I'm no. in no way judging Ralph or the rock here. You know, I'm the same guy that just gets excited because, uh, Ali Siegel liked my tweet. You know, I don't have a lot of, <laughs> I don't have a lot of clout on the internet, nor do I care. No. No, is my point you know but hey perry gilpin liked one of my tweets and i get horribly ecstatic it's like yeah, yeah mu- and
4: you you screenshot it and put it in the stuff to make me happy later file no fuck
2: that i put it on twitter right away to make every <laughs> look at me look at me daddy love me that's what it all is trent haven't you learned that by now <laughs> look at me
4: look at oh, me yeah, I for- my bad i'm sorry i, I
2: beg for, <laughs> i beg for your acceptance and approval so in the just in the dire hopes that, that after I have long expired, there is somebody that might somewhat remember my name, possibly. But that's neither here nor there. I, I went dark. I'm sorry. It's okay. So Ralph said, what if there are 100 people in the room and you're the second hardest working person in that room? Does that automatically mean you're discounted? I call bullshit on your corporate-sponsored faux philosophy, The Rock. Ooh. Now, I got to say something. That is kind of a bold tail end of the statement. I, I was is. I was with them, but then but then like literally it really was calling out the rock, if you will.
4: Yeah. So that well, and and what was the first thing when you read the tweet to me? I said, oh, I got some sponsored content here. Mm-hmm.
2: But get <laughs> right? this: here's the thing. Nobody saw it coming. Replying to Ralph Garman oh, at shit. the Rock. Oh shit! And then it's it then it's hopelessly crying, hopelessly crying. You know, laughing, crying face emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two the, the, of those. The, 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 yeah he says faux philosophy i don't know no i don't know about that buddy my old man taught me be the hardest worker in the room when i was 12 he would beat my ass on the wrestling mats put me in front face locked neck cranks till i passed out one of the many reasons i need psychiatric therapy lol well i got dark yeah right another (laughs) i guess hey i'm sticking with the theme like i'm with the zeitgeist okay And Ralph did come back one more time. He said, come on, The Rock, despite your childhood suffering, you know, hard work alone is no magical recipe for success. It's only part of the equation. Cooperation, inspiration and good old fashioned luck also play a part. I'm just saying the truth doesn't look good in an ad. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's yeah. Yep. (laughs) But still, it's just like it's one of those things where you just you just don't expect
4: it. It's like, wait a minute. What what happened now? Yeah, it's like, wait, wait wait, these two people who I love in completely different realms right like their 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 color palettes you know on 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 the on the uh, the color wheel of pop culture I don't ever ever expect them to intersect.
2: Yeah, exactly these th- there are two things here that aren't matching up th- these are two things that are not quite like the other. Um, but it, it was just—it was one of those. And I, I typically don't catch like internet activity when it's really happening. Usually, I find out about these funny Twitter exchanges or something well after the fact, right? A
4: lot, especially a lot harder now, as there's no such thing as a live uh, content stream in social media.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at it. Look at look what happened to us now. We have we've gone from broadcasting live to. Ah, we just got the auto stream up. Fucking who cares? Let's talk.
4: Well, well, and, and and that and, you know, Twitter, Facebook, you used to be able to get content shown uh, in your feed as it happened. That doesn't oh, happen. Oh,
2: I see what you're saying. It's no longer it's, a thing. It's very hard to get a real time totally. algorithm going because, like, yeah. especially on the mobile app, Facebook, yep. you know, they buried that chronological order way. Yep. Most yep. recent is, is like a separate view.
4: And, and and it is only based on the most recent of people that you've gone in and actually enabled to see their content most recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a whole thing. You know, and I think the part
2: that these social media companies. Are, oh, look, I understand it's important for you to try and get the content you think I'm going to like in front of me because it means I'll interact and stay longer. I Look, I get it.
4: Yeah. But the well, thing I, you have I, to realize I you've is you've got an IPO to, to fulfill here. Yeah, I, I
2: understand these things. But, you know, at the same time, guys. I have a hard enough time keeping track of shit in real time. You know, if you're confusing the frick out of me, because suddenly I'm looking at I'm looking at a tweet from an hour ago, an hour ago, two days ago, one hour ago, 15 minutes ago. What the hell are you doing to me? Okay. Right. My ability to cognitize what is going on gets far surpassed by my fears that I'm somehow experiencing time lapses or some other type of mental deficiency issues. You know what I'm saying? I do. Do you got to take Michael Sarah out? Is he getting that it, no itchy no? Point?
4: I, it's 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 funny that you know it's it, we've gone this far. Uh, uh, when we started the podcast, a friend brought over a dog that I'm babysitting, and I texted her. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm downstairs. Just bring the dog downstairs."
2: Oh, okay. So that's the the the. You're dealing not with your dog. You're dealing with the other dog. There we are, and and people can't see this now. But believe me, after the broadcast, you'll see that Trent pointed the camera at a dog and not his penis. So take take care in that knowledge and know you're oh, okay I, didn't know I had that option well you know generally speaking sir i'm gonna say you don't
4: okay fair enough
2: uh, it's not that i'm not willing to extend that but uh i just don't want to see <laughs> you extend that so lord,
4: <laughs> i was just gonna say lord knows
2: i'm willing to extend it exactly which is exactly why i wouldn't want to do that. but i still get a thrill when people tweet or like what i tweet that, that gives me a thrill this kind of exchange, however, would scare the piss out of me because, oh, yeah. you know, when when you see public opinion change and, and, and I got to tell you, too, if this intrigues you and you're not yet a member of the quote unquote Garmy.
4: Garmy uh,
1: Friday
2: is Friday. Yeah. Friday's episode of the um, of the Ralph report actually addresses this. And it goes in an entirely different direction. I wasn't even expecting, and it's something that that also kind of added to my redefinition about what it means to be a content creator nowadays. Because okay, and it kind of redefined my my idea and concept of Patreon as well. Because you know, there's there's two sides of the transaction. There's a person that says, "Look, I'm I'm going to create content. I believe my content has value." So I'm I'm putting it out here. Uh, you have several different options, and enjoying the content I'm going to put together, uh, and your subscription helps support my creative endeavors. So we're kind of entering into a little bit of a contract here. But what it really is 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 you're subscribing to a content channel, and <coughs> if you don't like what's on the channel uh, or something else, that's fine. But uh, it, well, I'm not going to get into it. It's all on the Ralph Report. Listen to it. Go to the Ralph Report or. Go to Patreon.com, The Ralph Report, or just yes. go to TheRalphReport.com, either one. My whole point, though, is that uh, with all the traveling around I've been doing, I've been able to uh, to listen a lot more to some podcasts. And, and I got to tell you, one of the things that I do look forward to the most, and I'm, I'm not meaning to do a commercial for The Ralph Report, but it is it, to me it's kind of amazing when i did realize oh my god this guy is literally getting up to make content for me i mean whether he thinks of it that way or not that's what it is now not not as in the i'm directing the content but like literally he gets up and does a show literally for every subscriber every day so yeah <laughs> that sort of made me feel a little bit better about the idea of moving forward with our patreon although i will freely admit now that i think the largest hurdle to that is just the time commitment. You know, I, right. I'm not going to lie. Trent, I shouldn't be podcasting right now. There's, there's so much to do. Some other stuff to do. There are many things. There's around the house. There's professional. There's all kinds of things. Uh, you know, you wouldn't skip out of therapy. So I'm not skipping out of this. Um, not to mention I look forward to this. Plus, you know, there's been a lot. I mean, we have talked about nonsense for 53 minutes. We haven't even talked about the fact that, you know, um, uh, my dog passed away and, and I gotta tell you, man, uh, you went on the air a lot sooner than when we did when you had to make that decision uh for Sherman yeah, and uh and I I uh I don't know. have we talked about it on the show or have we talked about it uh just personally about my problems with it? Um, so my oldest dog, Jack was 16 years old somewhere within that realm I only say that because I, I can't find his papers I don't remember specifically yeah. when he was born but he was 16 years old and and what it came down to was I re we realized that we weren't we were in a position we were prolonging his life but there was no improvement right right things and in some ways things were declining and others they were going and it's very hard to come to this decision when you still have a pet that is, is living, breathing, eating all these things, but you know, they're the other contributing elements. So it wasn't like he passed away. Unfortunately, it was a decision we had to make. Um, and that's one that I have to carry out, but, and I don't bring this up looking for sympathy, although I know I did do social media posts about it. And I, and I think part of that That was definitely not a cry for attention so much as just wanting acknowledgement for my friend's life, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, Uh, because and this is the the weird thing for me, Uh, I realized that that dog so far in life possibly has lived with more purpose than I ever have, because if you think about it, he had a very simple list. And not only did he adhere to it, but he excelled beyond it because when Jack entered into the family, he was my dog and it was my wife and I. And then a year later, Emily was born. Mm
1: -hmm. So then
2: he was Emily's dog as well. And then and then partially being, you know, a cohort to to Blair. Not so much because around the time she was born, um, I think he maybe had one more good year but then the arthritis started setting in and everything else. Yeah. And uh and so he wasn't really so much uh her cohort but she was somebody that was there and she acknowledged and she would like give him treats so he was still her friend as well. And so, you know, he went beyond that original scope and expanded as the family did. And and like he had a very limited contract that he had to fulfill and he he did with gusto every single day. And it's yeah. just like, I'm like, do I live with that much uh, impact on my purpose? You know, it's like, OK, well, yeah. t- technically, I the kids are still alive. So I guess I am <laughs> doing something. I haven't, I haven't screwed that up. Yeah. But, you know, it was just uh, and it just but it made me realize that I think you're a bit stronger than me because I think we were on the air like the next weekend. And I don't know that I could have done this last weekend.
1: Well, last- there's.
4: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I was just going to say last weekend. I was still at the point of. In a way, I guess the best way to put it is I was trying not to allow myself to go down any emotional paths because that would be just enough to open that door to then lead to thinking about Jack. So, right. right, I I just couldn't do it. Uh, But but you did. So I got to commend you there, sir.
4: Well, uh, so. um yeah, yeah, and, and granted, I I had a uh, a couple of uh you know uh, t- two surgeries that he went through that kind of led me up to that point, and 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 it was a good experience. So I I you know plus plus there is a, a bit of of catharsis once you've owned that um and and you're able to talk about it. But uh, getting back to your point of of uh of dogs um fulfilling every every moment of their life, um. And, and I know uh Scott has talked about this a lot on Smodcast um and it, it all does kind of like like they live a truly uh mindful existence right so my mindfulness is is the practice of of living in the now right and it's like dogs are their brains are so unique because like humans are the on, are are some of the only creations that have, episodic cognition right we're the only ones that worry about future points that don't even exist we're the only ones that dwell on past things that no longer affect or matter right we spend so much time living our now in places that are not now dogs don't have that cognition they can't even do it
2: i've literally been thinking about all the other stuff i got to do while you've been telling me how important it is to live in the now
4: it's it's crazy right it's so crazy and so like dogs like they 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 can be conditioned so 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 they 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 know when you say a word like hey let's feed you like oh i'm excited now and my mouth is drooling i i i don't exactly know what's gonna happen but i know something good's gonna happen or or they get excited when you come home or or they might uh, anticipate the time that you get home but it's it's not like you know up until that point they're they're just chilling out and enjoying whatever they're doing right now. It's it's I'm, I'm a little envious and, and that's also part of a, a, for me, at least a, a, a very cool um way to say goodbye to your friend, at least for me, right. Saying goodbye to, to Sherman was knowing that, that, that his now was spent with me. Right. And, and then, and then his now is gone and, and that's okay. Like, because he, he spent it with me. So I don't know man like like uh yeah, mindfulness is 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 just basically us trying to think like dogs.
2: Very true, very true. And I, and I got to say too that um that was one of those things too cuz I think there are certain things we do in life. We do them because we want to and we do them because we feel we should do them. Um Right. You know, they always say it's the we do everything in life to either uh, avoid pain or gain pleasure. And, and I'll say that um, that doesn't really apply to everything in life because, sure. you know, there was that inevitable question where I was asked, did I want to be there for this? Because it wasn't at home. Um, yeah, I couldn't find anybody. And it was like, uh,
0: Not and, an easy and by the way, to find.
2: Yeah, I don't I also don't want to. Yeah, I mean, you at least had the experience of the farm. And so you guys have. Yeah people and, eh, and I had just signed Jack up for a year long health maintenance program way yeah. to go there but, but, but anyway that's not the point Um. So, so we didn't have anyone to come here so we went there and I, I want to make it clear it wasn't just like it was a part of the reason why we made the decision was because Jack was at the point where he was hurting himself now. Right, yeah. He had issues of of balance and stability. um, Yeah. Spatial awareness, I also think. And so, like, there were a few instances where, like, I was working in the office, and often you can imagine I've got headphones on. So uh, I took them off because I thought I heard something, and it was this thudding noise. And what it was is that Jack could he had gotten out of his bed, but I guess had either fallen over or fell out of the bed. And in trying to get his himself up, he couldn't, but, he really wanted to, so he was continuously spasming, trying to I guess gain purchase on something. Yeah, and, and in that he he actually created a laceration on the side of his face. <sighs> That's just an example. I just yeah. and I say that because I don't want people to think I just callously said, "Well, he's old and in pain," so now's the day. That wasn't yeah. it. It was just like he's just he's doing too many things, and 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 every moment of his life was then in pain. Um, but anyway, there was a moment I was asked, "Do you want to be here for this?" And I and, and in that moment. Well, first of all, it took me a minute and a half to compose myself to be able to answer. Uh, yep. But but then I also said, no, definitely, I'll be here. Because in that moment, I, I could have avoided pain by Jack going back there. Mm-hmm. And I certainly didn't get any pleasure from him being with me. But I did have the satisfaction because I, I guess the best way to put it is Jack, as any of our dogs generally would be, they are there for us every moment of their lives. And it yep. was my duty at that point to be there for his. And that was yep. the solace I took, too, is just that, you know, I was one of his favorite people, and I was there for him at yep. the end, and we made it as easy as we could. Um, yep. Um. So, you know, I had that solace, but it was just like that was the realization of – uh, yeah you know we do need to be as mindful as dogs and uh and and also just it's important to to be there for the people that have been there for you so you know that that's kind of I don't I don't bring it up because I'm not bringing up sympathy once again it's probably just for the acknowledgement of my friend but uh I, I gotta thank you as well for adding a little intrigue and mystery to our lives because <laughs> we uh we received on by the way, weird timing. Uh, and and I got to say this, I understand. Look, I understand the intent, okay? Uh this isn't the first time this has happened at a vet either, but um you 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 forget it's coming. So, about a week after your pet has passed, if you have if you've done it at a veterinary service, yeah. They'll send a nice card everybody'll so. sign it. And then the the fucking sniper bullet that they or the oh. the grenade that they throw in there, Yep. Is they throw in an actual like paw print that they have taken? Uh, I'm sorry, man. I don't bring this. I'm not trying. No, it's good. It's good. But it's just like, are you fucking serious? You know what I mean? Because it's just like you're not expecting it, and you're just like, oh my god! No, wait, that was my pet. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to make sure you bring your other pets in. I don't want to (laughs) say. I don't want to say that's what the driving decision is, and they want to be good people. But that one really fucked me up. Uh, But at the same time, we also received a book which. There was one name that came to mind the first moment this happened because I've only got one friend that I know that is both considerate enough and literate enough to want to send a book in the face of heartbreak. (laughs) And it turns out uh, last night that this uh, mystery was confirmed. So the same day that card came, thankfully, this book came. Which book was it, Trent? And why did you send it?
4: Yeah, it's it's a book called uh, Favorite Dog Stories by James Harriet. Um James Harriet is if uh I I've never met someone that cared more about or not met. I've never met him. He's dead. Um I've never read anything about uh by anyone who's ever uh had the same affinity for animals or dogs that I have. Um he's the he's the guy uh that wrote All Creatures Great and Small if you've ever seen the the BBC television series. It's fucking brilliant um and it's it i don't know it's it's you may not be ready for it now but when you do like it's cool you you read it and you just hear about like all the different dogs that he's had in his life and how much he loved them and just the awesome experiences uh and and insight he has about how just they're the greatest creatures in the world um i don't know it's yeah I, i i hope you enjoy it uh if you don't read it that's okay too just uh uh, have it, it's, it's a great conversation starter. I,
2: I've already read two of the, two of the stories, <laughs> sir. I've already delved into it because I'm like, they're awesome. Though. I'm like, they're somebody really sent good.
4: this. They thought it would be better. And that shit was evil.
2: So, <laughs> um, it wasn't evil. I understand the intent. It's just, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking to some degree. It is. Um, it is. But yeah, so that's the reason why we didn't we really didn't I didn't even think about broadcasting last weekend, didn't even And
4: I, yeah. Yeah, I I, did, I didn't I did, I did, I w- I wouldn't have expected you to.
2: I will tell you though if you ever do have to go through that because and I don't mean to put it this way, but pretty much my family views me as the executioner. It's like, "Okay, <laughs>
4: Well, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, we've, we've talked about times when you've had to do this with other pets.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it, that is my duty. That's, that's dad's job per se. And, and, you know, it wasn't just me though, this time that was, this was the, um, the difficult time as well, because, uh, you know, it's a lot different when you have a little kid, a toddler like Blair, and then you have a very cognitive teenager like Emily, Yeah. Uh, right. and, and as I said, Jack was, Emily has never known a world until now that didn't, that Jack didn't exist in. And right. you may think of that as a weird way to think of it, but it's, it's like, it's, it's literally, it's the same thing for Blair as well. The, the, there wasn't a world she's ever lived in that the Jack didn't exist in and now he doesn't. Um, and so that was one of the things where it wasn't just a conversation between myself and my wife. It was also a conversation between myself and. And Emily and my wife or my wife and Emily. I mean, it was so many conversations because you've got to decide, you know, it's like, well, what what do you want, Emily? Because he's been as much your dog as mine. Do you want to be there? What do you want? And she was just like, you know what? No, no, I can't. And she made her peace and and everything else in, in her way. And I commend her for the choice because it's a shitty choice to make. But it is, it, but it really was weird to uh, to now be involving one of the kids. Up until that point, they're just passive participants. You know, they don't have yeah. any stake in the game, if you will. So, right. but I'm proud of her. She she handled it real well. But it's been it was uh, obviously it was very rough for the family. Um, and and but and what I was going to say too is if you ever unfortunately do have to go the go through this. Um, if you have the ability to be the only one home afterwards, I got to tell you that is it. There is nothing that feels better than just getting that good, long, ugly, ugly yes. cry out. And you know what, guys, it's yep. it's not macho. It's not it's it's not fey. It's not whatever you want to call it. Okay. It's just what it is. We're human beings. We mourn. We mourn for our own existence. When we mourn for the loss of others, it's a natural process and don't suppress crying. Cause man, I'll tell you part of the reason why I was able to get through Friday was because I know I just had that gigantic emotional outletting of just fucking slobber and drool and cry and fluids everywhere.
4: Dude. And it's, uh, scientifically, uh, that releases endorphins and chemicals in your brain that helps you and comforts you to get through it. Like, um, there, like, um, when when you get into the the study of uh, evolutionary psychology, um, there are evolutionary benefits to mourning and and crying as part of that. Um, and, and that's why, that's why it's a response that our body has. Um,
2: and that's the reason why I can't watch Pixar's inside out because,
4: oh my God, that
2: movie is the one that hits home. The concept that you, some, you have to be sad in order to be happy sometimes.
4: Yep. It's true. Just, it's
2: totally true. Just like the original cars told us, sometimes in order to turn right, you got to turn left. You got to turn left. I don't uh, – whatever. I'm not a race car on a dirt road, but okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it, inside out, that was the whole core message as well. And I'm not saying I picked up on it, but, it, but it's true. It's just, look, that's the – nothing good comes from holding emotions in. We just got to let them out and, yep. and just – And then like you said, there is a, there's an actual biochemical reaction that occurs and, and there are, I mean, it's true too, folks. If you think that one of the, one of the things I have definitely been telling my daughter, uh, Emily, uh, uh, for example, not that she's uh, been a pro she's into horses. So I don't know that she's ever really going to be into guys. Um, meaning, meaning, meaning horseback riding is, is her passion is what I'm saying.
4: And, and, uh, you know. Uh, that that's that's coming from a, a family of uh, women who care more about horses than anything else. That's a good thing to be fixated on.
2: There you go. Hey, yeah, you know, you know, and I I won't say the obvious joke that I would normally say. Yeah, because my, you know, family. It's my fucking daughter. What the hell's wrong yeah. with you, Trent? Yeah. Jesus, why I'm, would sorry. You think so? I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Once again, deferring the blame of all of my problems onto Trent. Um, I accept that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, but anyway, uh, my th- that's the thing I've been telling my my daughters, and I'll continue to tell them as well. Is just like, yeah, you know, uh, let me tell you something about hormones and love, okay? Because here's what's going to happen. You're going to get all Twitterpated with some guy. And then what's going to happen, that very act uh, and obsession alone, that's going to trigger this thing called Pitocin. And it's going to help your brain be stupid when it comes to guys. So be smarter than the Pitocin, okay? Yep. That's what I'm saying god damn it yep um but anyway you know it's it, it it is very helpful to be able to go in and cry trent sir i we're almost out of time but we have uh we've there's something else we got to talk about oh because okay. i i had to i had to i had to uh, have a conversation with my family you know we've been going through a lot of serious
4: topics oh is Some, this is like the, we're ending the podcast it's over is that what you're looking for? They should. Just no, try, I, I just, I'm just, I just saying. Like you, you, you had, you had, you had, a, you had, a family meeting about it, and they're like, you know what? We don't like the person you are after you get done talking with Trent, and we feel it would be in everyone's best interest if, if maybe you stop talking to Trent. What The fuck do you think goes on here,
2: dude? It's. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go outside, and the first thing I'm gonna be asked if I'm gonna take Emily to Michael's before I have to go pick up my mom at the airport. Because let me tell you something: I've now entered a life. I've entered that time of my life where I am nothing but the fucking dad taxi. That's all I am. I Like, I, I blink and I wonder where my Saturdays went, but they went to go into the ranch and biddy soccer and then going to get food and then doing, I mean, it's just like, it's. I'm dad taxi. I am the Wilkins Uber. That's what I am. I'm not the Uber yeah, yeah. Wilkins. I am the Wilkins Uber. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, there's. I, I like that word play. I'll have to remember that one, figure out a way to make it work better. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh What the hell was I talking about? Oh, Uh, I I had to have a serious. Yes, we had the serious conversation about the podcast. Uh, They all still know it's nothing but a cry for attention. So they let me do it so I don't annoy them. Um, But no, uh, I had to have a serious conversation with my family because I had to know what the hell is going on this Thursday night. Because, uh, Trent, I don't know how we got here already blink of an eye it feels like now it felt like an eternity
4: before oh yes i know what you're talking about
2: (sighs) because you know friday avengers infinity war opens yeah so naturally they're showings thursday night can you please still explain this to me trent how the friday opening is on thursday night is it because Uh, it's 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 already tomorrow in tokyo or something
4: yes I believe that is why.
2: Okay. I mean, plus it gives them a few extra hours to slam in a few more dollars for the weekend. Um, Totally. So naturally, I I was the same way with, I, I was not this way with Black Panther. I was okay with not seeing Black Panther, probably because it's not a massive event film. It is, but it isn't. Not in this way. Uh, and then they went and said, uh, let me ask you something, Trent. This is what I'm getting at. Okay. Okay. I'd have okay. a serious question about who's going to go see Avengers infinity war with me on Thursday. Okay. Because naturally, uh, set a setting. We've already proven that my priorities are out of whack. Uh, and I have no answer to my wife's argument of why exactly do you have to see it outside of the fact of, I'm not going to let anybody spoil it for me. Am right. I just Marvel's marketing bitch at this point?
4: No, I, 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 I don't think so because, uh, there are multiple people in my office where I work who are doing the same thing and, uh, I never in a million years would have have, uh, pegged them for, you know, Marvel fanatics,
2: right? I mean, we're talking about, I
4: I think it's more of just like wanting to be in on a, on a huge chunk of. I'm not even going to say popular culture, but just, just culture
2: decade in the making Trent.
4: decade Yeah.
2: in the making. Yeah. Um, no, I'll tell you the part of the reason why is it, that I ask if I'm Marvel's marketing bitch is because, you know, like one or two weeks ago, there was the, uh, the drop on the Avengers account, I think. And then it was retweeted by all of the Avengers basically yeah. uh, about how this has been a gigantic effort and soon they're going to be rolling this out and it's going to be this global thing. And don't spoil it for anybody, right? There's nobody really knows what the true story is and let's not spoil it. Right. The moment that dropped out, that's the moment where I started having Thursday anxiety. Okay. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I was okay with waiting and not not necessarily seeing Star Wars on opening night. But days preceding it, they start running ads. Don't let anyone spoil this for you. Right. Right, so yeah. my question is: Am I uh, again? I present it to you. Am I just Marvel's marketing bitch? Because I'll tell you right now: It's something to keep in mind, Trent. Okay. I may joke and say money, dirty paper, will just get more. But you know, money is important to everybody. And, and, and sure. in the who knows what the future is going to hold? We should all really be saving for our retirements, and sure. and you should have an active savings plan at all times. So since I don't do any of that shit, uh, sure. I should really be focused more on the economics. All I have to do, I could technically avoid the internet, and just wait Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning. I can save a third of the cost going to the movie because the tickets are so damn cheap right but i'm not not only that emily is going to go with me thursday night and denise also wants to see it so i will see it again sunday morning (laughs) so i'm actually spending (laughs) more money going down this route yeah yeah Do you think it's out of line? I don't think so. Given everything, I don't think so. I I, I mean, I guess, I guess the way look, realistically speaking, I just don't want to go into Friday not knowing, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
4: yeah, dude. It's so in economics, you know, just look at it as as a cost benefit analysis, right? The 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 benefits that you're going to get outweigh the the somewhat minimal cost right well uh, not, l- less anxiety not... <laughs> less the, the 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 um from from having to avoid certain things or discussions uh no uh, uh, also i i'm assuming that you know uh you'll be working on some projects uh where it is discussed uh as well as as an editor um so yeah i i, I think that it is probably in your best interest oh my to, god to, i never even thought about you. that dude but that's yeah. right
2: how the hell can I be the guy that puts out the Fat Man on Batman audio podcast no, and not get screwed over, right? Okay. Right. Yeah.
4: Like you can't. All right. Like, yeah. In in fact, I mean, maybe maybe you want to purchase yours on a on a separate uh, receipt uh, because this is uh, content research, even for your job. Uh, I'm that, saving my chicken
2: receipts then. For yeah, sure. Yeah, I would.
4: I I cause this this in particular. You know, I I th- I
2: think it has merit to what you do. Well, I'm working a gamble on this one, man. So let me explain how I'm working it. Um, there is only one standard IMAX showing that night. Here's the way it goes. There's like four standard viewing showings, four real 3D showings, one IMAX standard, one IMAX 3D. I'm going to the IMAX standard. Tickets are still available. I haven't bought them yet, but I'm going to be buying them probably today. Because, as you've heard me complain, part of my issue with, with going to the movies lately is I don't feel I'm getting a thorough experience. So, I will be doing some some analysis, if you will, because I'm going to see if this IMAX uh, theater and screen impresses me any more than the shit I've been seeing lately. Yeah. So, uh, and, and then I'll be able to compare that against the Sunday morning screening. Totally. Yeah. And we'll see. Uh, yeah. All I know is, uh, are we gonna broadcast? Are you gonna be seeing it next weekend at all? Somehow,
4: uh, probably next. Uh, I'm trying to think, event wise. Yeah, probably Sunday morning. Oh, we when I go, I got the movie pass, man.
2: Yeah, good point. Well, so here, so then, realistically speaking, if we were to broadcast next week, it's probably gonna be. It would have to be on Sunday afternoon, if at all, because right. uh, I'm not gonna see it without you having seen it. And I don't want to do a show where half of us have seen it because, right. you know, we're going to spoil. I know Marvel said, don't oh, spoil yeah. it. So we're going to talk the hell out of it here. Right. Yeah. Cause
4: yeah. And, and then people will know, well, okay, <clears throat> this has spoilers, the whole thing. Actually, here's in, the, here is the, here's the,
2: <laughs> in typical nethead's heads faction. Here's the thing, Trent. Here's the thing. If we are able to record, on Sunday night, and by the way, I know there is nothing more thrilling than hearing two podcasters work out their schedule. While, you know, while you have other shit to do. But right. Thank, thank you for listening. Um, but here is: if you listen to next week's show, if we do this and we record it when we do, I can tell you right now, the movie is fucking phenomenal. If we don't want to, if we're not willing to talk about anything that's within it. Right, yeah, right. Totally. Yes. <laughs> True. Cause, True. Cause what will happen is there's going to be a 30 minute podcast you're never going to hear. That's what we should do. We should record 30 minutes where it literally is just us. These are our immediate post Avengers Infinity War thoughts. And then we right. then then we'll time capsule that. Right? Yeah. And then we record the second half of that show, which is the one month later. Oh. How were we right? How were we wrong?
4: How were we wrong? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so so it's
2: not the end of the podcast. We're talking about yeah. the future, man. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? By the way, I, I can also tell you, um, for those of you that ever started listening to this as a podcast about podcasting, uh, definitely be more consistent than every two weeks, because I will tell you that you will see your audience members drop. But no, yeah. and, and, but it, and, and there is a simple reason for this. I will tell you guys this right now. Uh, you may love your Android and your alternative apps and everything else, but I am uh, unfortunately the podcasting world. I will tell you right now is still dominated by Apple. Okay, yeah, the majority of podcasts are delivered through iTunes to Apple devices or yeah. to through iTunes to non Apple devices. iTunes is still dominating in the market space. Okay, that's that's mm, it's not going to change. I think anytime soon.
4: Sadly, um, because. God, iTunes is the worst program in the world. Yeah, I'm not going to. So anyway,
2: the, uh, the, the, <laughs> the the important thing to remember, though, is iTunes on your phone and iTunes on your computer has a default setting, you know, based on an install. And that's if you don't listen to something frequently enough, it'll basically stop downloading it for you. And then the yes. next time you go to checkout on it, it'll say, hey, you stopped listening to this. We stopped downloading it. Did you want to catch back up or whatever? They put it in plain terms. And then you say yes. So. Like that right there, you're already working against program defaults. So if you don't want, if you want to keep growing your audience, you're gonna to have to be consistent, and give them enough content to listen enough. Like I, we'll never do it. I we can we can do two podcasts a month. So I, I know we'll never right. do it, Trent. But like realistically speaking, if you're a small podcast now, and really it maybe uh, if people are willing to entertain just my voice, and I were actually willing to get off my ass and do this. What we could do is we could do the regular podcast, and I could put out the smaller ones, and and we could see if that actually increases viewer or listenership, if you will.
4: Oh, yeah. We could just
2: do it as an experiment. You know, it's just like, yeah. well, does that change things any? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying they'd be any good, though. That's all I'm saying.
4: Well, yeah. But it, but, mean, then, but then I it, mean that's 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 a relative term, anyway.
2: I yeah I understand. Uh, but still, it, it, at the same time, it's kind of hard to justify how you can't do it when Ralph does it
4: five days a week. I mean, he puts out shit. I know. But granted, that's all. He also has incentive to do it there. uh, Incentive and um, compensation that we don't have to do it that often.
2: But if we did, then then it's different. Not that I'm saying I'm looking for compensation in that realm. Really, honestly speaking, I enjoy doing it. It's all it's look at me. Look at me. That's what it is. So that's why I want the numbers to go up. I don't want them to go up for financial gain. I'm sorry. You might trend. But no, I just want I want people to to look at me. (laughs) I want them. To, I want them to know who I am. I want them to listen and enjoy what we do. That's what I want, Trent. Yeah, you can. Uh, there, I'll say. It. I'll say it right now, Trent. You can have all the money. <laughs> you Can have it all. I no. just want the got fame. A,
4: got a lot of faith. Got a lot of faith in this little.
2: <laughs> oh, that's the way you read it. See, I was trying to say. I was trying to show my dedication to the craft. Oh, okay. Just, you take the money. I will do it just for the art. Just for just for the art boy i could really i bet you if i worked on that a little more i could do a good frankenfurter with as tim curry
4: yeah, yeah. I, was, I
2: was getting something there anyway trent we're rambling there was a bunch of shit i wanted to talk about but you know what the hell with it. the world sucks let's just go all right right i mean well actually you know what though uh, you've listened to me well, talk for almost an hour uh, was there
4: anything you wanted to talk about <laughs> Uh, just just a, <laughs> a a quick. You've got three days left. Humble Bundle right now has a really sweet uh, package for uh, Magics and uh, Vegas Pro edits. This is the newest uh, Vegas Pro fourteen. You can pick up. Uh, I mean, Vegas Pro itself is a four hundred dollar program. You can pick it all up for twenty bucks. Uh, I'll tweet out the link. I'm picking it up because uh, when it comes to making quick videos um and this is not a sponsored anything this is just me passing on something that i think is really cool when it comes to to making just quick videos um you want to put out uh for memes or for instagram posts or anything along those lines nothing is easier and 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 better than than vegas i i would take it for uh small projects over premiere any day um, really? So, so let me ask you, yeah. then,
2: Trent, if you were if you were trying to to rapid produce something, OK, like, let's say uh, you wanted to quickly put together and I, I'm just I'm just spitballing here. There, there's sure, 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 sure. nothing concrete behind this. OK, I'm not saying yeah. that, that there's any ap- practical application for this at all. But let's say you wanted to take 60 seconds of the Hollywood Babylon video and then create it into something social media optimized so that way you you have the video clip but you're also like dropping the words in when it plays because it's going to play muted if it's on Instagram or whatever or Twitter when it starts up are you saying Vegas would be better than that for that than going through the uh the headaches and hassles of working with the Adobe Premiere
4: without a doubt man I I love Premiere Um, And I, and I use, uh, especially when it comes to like a multicam edit, uh, Premiere is untouchable. But for, yeah, something like that, man, Vegas Pro, so much faster, so much easier. Um, And, and it was, I mean, Vegas Pro was developed from Pro Tools uh, originally. Um, And so it's, it, it, it takes sound uh all all of the sound um tweaks and everything you'd want to put into it already in mind whereas with premiere they would just want you to uh uh do a link from uh audition which which i use for all my pods mm-hmm. but um for 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 quick video edits man vegas is is the shit
2: you know that's one thing i don't think people a lot of people talk about actually is is what they use to edit their podcast because you know it's, it's yeah a, true I don't I have no idea. Like I can't even imagine trying to do this in GarageBand because I have no idea how to use GarageBand, but Right, right. and I think that's part of the reason why Adobe Audition appeals to me because when it came to learning to edit, I actually learned visual editing before I did audio editing. Yeah, and same, and when you same. work when you work with a non-linear editor, you you're kind of familiar with the concepts and the tools. Not to mention the fact yep. that I was actually I didn't realize I was doing audio editing but a lot of the techniques i learned in video kind of traversed into because totally. like one of the things yes. you never realize when you're editing uh when you when you see somebody that's editing anything together a lot of the time you'll see an establishing shot before you actually see people where they are and talking but, yeah you have
4: you have to yeah you have to set up your exposition
2: but the dialogue comes in first because they they're letting yep. you know you're going into something that's here totally and you just kind of cut into it, and and that's and for that you have to kind of balance your audio and work it out a little bit. And so yeah. I, I didn't anyway. Neither here, nor here. The whole point is I, I use Adobe, Aud- but before Adobe Audition, I used to use uh, Sony's product. Uh, what was that one? Vegas. Mm, no, it wasn't Vegas when I was using it. Pro Tools. It wasn't Pro Tools.
4: Um. Oh. Well. Uh. Can't remember what uh, it was. Yeah. But, yeah, but but i mean so so my and and so i i started out with um audacity which for for a, a free program folks and just learning how to edit i think is is one of the best things out there in in fact for for anyone that wants to get into podcasting at least the editing side i i would say learn audacity first it's free it, and and you'll learn how to make edits um, and then move into something that, that is a little bit more robust. But, but the, the, the learning time and you'll be so much less frustrated because you already understand how to edit and how to do uh, different tracks and stuff like that and, and track editing all through audacity. Uh, I, 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 hiring someone, I would much rather hire someone who is proficient in uh, audacity. Um, because then they can learn any program from there. Uh, if, if you only go into say like audition or, um, acid, which is uh, a Sony one, um, you're only going to be able to really do that. Um, I, 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 feel like there's, there's a lot more upward mobility in, um, a learning curve coming out of audacity audacity first.
2: Plus it has the benefit of being one of the ones that's cross platform. You can get audacity yep. both on your PC or your Mac.
4: And, and it's, it's open source. There's a ton of plugins for it. Um, and it's free. Oh, even yeah,
2: and that's the best part of all, right? Yeah. You know, speaking of which, Trent, yeah, I, I gotta ask you, um, because I've I've kind of gotten to this point now where I'm sort of beyond. Uh, I, I guess there's no way to to uh, to say it other than I've kind of been working in a semi professional capacity for so long. I really don't know what the norm is out there anymore.
4: Sure, per sure. se.
2: So, like, when you have a small podcast for example yeah. or a medium-sized one. But let's just say you're an independent p- podcaster, you're not a brand and you're not supported by somebody. Right yeah. now what is for your uh for your Death Ray uh media uh yeah. po- podcast, where do you host right now? What do you do?
4: Yeah, so I host uh through uh, a GoDaddy server and then push out my RSS through uh Feedburner. Okay, so you just
2: you just work within one area you, you have your hosting just hosted on GoDaddy. Yep. And then you have a feed maintaining maintained elsewhere, so it's not something that's yeah. automatically exported or maintained by your. Or is it pulling from the RSS feed of a website? It's, yeah,
4: yeah, the, the the website. Yeah, so so the so I uh, so I I host the files on GoDaddy. I have my uh, WordPress website, and then I take the feed from the website into the individual. Uh, uh, each podcast has its own uh, RSS feed through Feedburner, and then from there. Um, as far as distribution goes, uh, the only two, uh, that I use is, uh, uh, iTunes and, uh, the Google play, um, uh, app, because for me, um, I, as, as, as a, as a developer, as a, at least as a a contact content provider, the, uh, Google play app is freaking awesome. um, gives you analytics it uh it's easy to update it is it's like they looked at the the um the developer side of um podcasts for itunes we're like okay what's everything that's wrong with this and how can we do it better and they've freaking knocked it out of the park and honestly um now listening on my um phone i only use the google play uh app for listening to podcasts it's really really good Uh, they haven't done any type of marketing for it which is weird but i i would argue that it is probably the best um podcast aggregator slash uh um um player on the market
2: well and in my complaint there of course you mentioned you know it's like well they don't really market it you know it Google does a lot of this stuff where they where yep. they get they do things, but they don't really push them very well. Like, uh, yeah. I will still say that one of the best social media experiences I ever had was with the concepts and and driving experience of Google Plus.
4: Yep, I like, agree. Like, I, I loved it when it came out.
2: Yeah, but the problem with the social network is that if people aren't on your social media network or they're not using the social media network, it's not really much of a network, is it?
4: Yeah, which is crazy too, because uh, I mean, Google nailed it with um, Okurt, which was a, a pre-Plus uh, social media platform that got uh, that got, got huge traction in South America. It had it had more people on it than Facebook when they shut it down and and stopped developing and 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 using it um, to to push Plus, which is it just it's weird. It's it's mind-boggling.
2: Yeah, it's it's. Uh and it is amazing how much isn't developed for the uh, creators of things. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yes. been, it's just oh, like, man. oh, this is what we think we need versus what you really do. I mean, like, uh, I, I got to tell you, have you tried to submit a new podcast to uh, iTunes lately? You no. haven't. I can tell. And I'll tell you the reason why I know you haven't, because you haven't been ranting about it. Here's yeah, what you see? have to do. You now have to open up an iTunes account. Okay, you have to authenticate that iTunes account within iTunes or, or pardon me, whatever Apple calls their proprietary account, right? But but I'm pretty sure it's an iTunes account.
4: Your Apple account, yeah.
2: Thank you. Your Apple ID. Let's just call it the Apple ID. Okay. Yeah. I think that's more in line with what it is. So you have to create an Apple ID. You have to authenticate that with a valid payment form within iTunes. Then you're allowed to use the portal effectively to log in with that ID to submit your URL for your podcast. Good Lord. Right. Uh, It should just be a submission form. And
4: then, and then, then, I mean, I've never not had it happen, but, and then hope that it gets, uh, the go.
2: And I don't fault anyone like podcast addict and like ever trying. And and it's going to happen. Sometime it's going to happen. Somebody is going to come along with an effective model to compete against, iTunes, some type of distribution that'll be golden and people will want to use it. Uh, and, And that's the person right there that is going to be printing money because as it stands right now, the entire podcasting features they offer are so frustrating and so not user friendly. And it is just, there is nothing more maddening than, um, when you're trying to get more attention on Apple but let's say, for example, you've just published your podcast, you want everyone to know about it, yeah. and one way to help get traction with Apple now is to also tweet at Apple Podcasts. Oh, really? But how can you send people to the URL for your show in iTunes when, even though you've just published your podcast, you can't be guaranteed it's going to refresh within the directory a- until at least uh, 3 to 24 hours? So how, yep, yep. how are you effectively marketing underneath this platform that is the biggest one
4: and you cannot even get them to update your feed quickly see see the back end of the the google play app uh you can force a refresh for for your feed oh you can do that within the itunes ones as well
2: but they tell you it will take from three to twenty four hours for the change to take yeah yeah
4: no the, the the one for for play is automatic like boom
2: yeah, forget that. Uh, so anyway, I'm just saying there's there's room for improvement out there. I'm wondering though at what point where is the dividing line? Where's the point where you go from being able to host on your um on on your GoDaddy or like in my case your HostGator accounts, right? Yeah at what point do you cross that threshold to where you have to go with like a libsyn an art 19 sure. or what yeah. have you because uh, because realistically speaking it, it probably get, comes down to volume and availability at that point
4: yeah I, I i would guess so so like i have unlimited uh storage space but uh limited bandwidth right so i guess it, it would just be a matter of of uh, looking at that and seeing you know How much bandwidth you're pulling From that server at any given point and once you Start maxing that out that's when you have to start looking At other options
2: well there's also going to be a Tipping point if you're going that way as well and that's Going to be like let's say you are a kevin smith For example and sure and uh, i don't know why You've got a ten dollar uh, uh host Gator account that you're using power everything but yeah Okay yeah. sure it's fine fine that's your choice Kevin i'm not saying that's what's going. i'm just uh, No we're just is all hypothetical phil Hartman okay he's dead we can yeah. use him okay so phil Hartman decided to go whatever okay He's um,
4: podcasting from the dead. That'd be amazing. Well, you know, he what's a, what's was that it like over there.
2: He was that talented, Trent. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, if you're using a HostGator account, it, it's not only the bandwidth because like with HostGator, I think I've got unlimited storage and unlimited bandwidth. But you get into availability once you you, you reach a point where you are that huge. The moment you drop a podcast, you're going to have an infrastructure peak. Okay, if you don't have something that can deliver the number of requests in the amount of time the demands happen, they'll fail. And that's the other point where you also have to transition away. But where is that threshold? Uh, You know, and, and what is the what's the right structure now? I don't even know, like what other pricing and options are there? And like people still use Podbean, and then there's blueberry hosting. Right. And like, yeah. I don't, here's the the thing that pisses me off the most, Trent. There is not any type of definitive guide out there that exists to tell people what they need to do. And I right. think that, uh, if you're going to topple iTunes, then that means you're going to be the person that allows people to do that. Uh, You you put together something that's all-encompassing. So you want to start a podcast, great. We've got great news. We're going to walk you through every start of the process and... Not only are we going to cover every step, guess what? We're also a gigantic distribution hub. And I know others have tried to do that with their platforms, but really that's – I think that's going to be the winning solution because the number one question that somebody like me is now getting is, well, what do I do for my podcast? Like I'm starting to get referrals from names about people that need help
4: getting their podcast
2: spun up or spun back up, that type yeah. of thing, right?
4: Right. And, well, and 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 that's the crux of, of a lot of it is um, both – uh, Google and, uh, iTunes have taken the safe route in only doing distribution because it's, uh, it's, it's limited, um, it's limited development and, and zero risk, right. As far as like, they don't host anything for anyone. Right. Um, and, and that's where the money comes in. That's what actually costs things, right. Uh, redistribution, which is what iTunes is and what uh, G- Google uh, Play is. It's just redistribution. It's not even distribution. It's just redistribution, and that doesn't really cost anything. That's you have to provide, uh, you know, where it's hosted, the RSS feed that's pulling it, and everything else. It's it the cost comes in, and that's that's the killer. Is 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 creating something that is both, um, hosting and distributing, uh, linked, um, because without that, um. You, you will only ever have what we have, which is redistribution.
2: Right, and and but then you know you bring up the points about liability and everything else, you realize, man, hey, maybe nothing's going to change. You know what? Exactly. We're just yeah. two podcasters bitching about podcasting. Now we're not accomplishing anything. <laughs> um, but like like uh, Trent said, uh, how many more uh, is today the last day on the humble media? Uh, three three more days on it. So I literally have to turn this podcast around today for that to even be useful to people.
4: Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, or, or yeah, yeah, or if they're listening.
2: Yeah, they could be. Probably Live. not likely, but, you know, yeah, there are yeah. some. Don't worry about it.
4: Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And I tweeted it out anyway, so there you go.
2: Very good. Uh, anyway, folks, I think that's it for this episode. Thanks for uh, listening to uh, Two Guys Ramble On. Uh, appreciate every time you do. Don't forget, you can go to uh, netheadsonair.com, click any of the links to support the show. You can also. Uh, There was something else oh the patreon that we still really haven't done much with but hey if you want to check it out thank you for your support we're going to be putting all of the uh, i've done a horrible job of it and i need to reorganize it because i want things to be in order and i need to figure out a way to take i guess it's just a day of committing to it but taking down all of the podcast content and then posting it again from episode one so that way that then becomes a feed that does have all the episodes in order and then any other content that comes after it would be there i can't tell you why i have to do it that way trent but i do yeah i'm sorry so hopefully okay. we'll do that soon and then i'd really like to start doing some original content as well i mean you know like one day maybe the nethead newsletter will go out um,
4: uh, maybe maybe it, yes maybe it will
2: maybe are you going to write
4: it will because then maybe <laughs> You know, just, just this is, is, yeah, this is, this is, this is, uh, the older I get, the more I I am focusing on, uh, you know, the, the things that, that, uh, I can control and, uh, the things that have the, the, uh, best cost benefit analysis. There we go.
2: Well, I think the best way to put it is that the newsletter could be done, but it just has certain things that are necessitated. For example, like a full, a show plan with a breakdown and links, so that way the content could then just be repurposed into the supplemental information. Right. Exactly. So maybe right. that'll happen. Who knows? Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, uh, if maybe we can podcast uh, more than once every other week. Maybe. Yeah. But anyway, until next time, folks. I don't know. None of this is uh, really important. Let's all go about our day and have a good time. And and remember, be as mindful as a dog. Uh, until next time. Uh, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And we'll be back
0: soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Huntsaker Signing off. Oh. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio, sir, only at Smodcast.com.
2: So I was sitting here, and I'm like, wow, I cannot believe how attentive a listener Trent is. And then I realized your video image froze like five minutes ago. Oh, did it really? Yeah. And I'm just sitting here like. You're just you're just leaning into the mic, listening away. Like, God damn. Listen. That's like the person that ends up like unleashing their entire life story to the drunk guy that's sleep on the bench.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, God, man, thank thank you. You know what? You you really are a good listener. Thank you. And the guy walks off and he's like, uh You really get me. Actually
2: there was there was something like that. Uh what was it? It was in New Girl, of all things. You know, it's just okay. like they had this one character. He would always go to this this park to, be to, to like, find peace. And there was this old uh, Chinese guy or Asian man that he would always, like, hook up with. And it was the same thing every time he, like, has these gigantic conversations. And, and over the series, they even act like they, they got this incredible bond. But it's like the guy yeah. never says anything.
4: Has like, no idea what he's saying.
2: Yeah. By the way, did you know that that show is in its last season? Limited edition, only eight episode oh. run.
4: Did not know that.
2: Yeah. And did you know it was still on the air?
4: Uh, you know, I figured it was, but I just haven't followed it since like season one. Fair enough.
2: I, I, I <laughs> thought I was going to say, uh, were you aware it was even on the air? And you were going to say, nope.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. No, not really.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, because then you'd say, nope. And I would go like yeah.
4: Yeah, nope.
2: Nobody cares.